0: the careful understanding of Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18 in regard to being filled with the Spirit. Now we ask the question, what does being filled with the Spirit look like? In this week's message, we learn that being Spirit-filled is public and corporate. It loves to praise God. It is thankful and it is humble. Please listen carefully to Pastor Jim as he delivers today's portion of this week's message entitled Spirit-Filled Looks Like This. Second, uh, First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18, in everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. I might point out that if it's God's will for you in Christ Jesus, it's God's will for you if you're spirit-filled to be always giving thanks in everything. And there, the, the grammar means in the midst of all things. It clearly does not mean that you specifically give thanks to God for every single thing. We were all confronted with that awful news of the 18-year-old walking into the elementary school and murdering 18 kids, a teacher, and shooting his grandmother before he came. Oh, how how awful is, is that? You don't give thanks to God for evil like that. But in the midst of that evil, in spite of that evil, a Christian should give thanks and rejoice in God. That'll be the mark of a Spirit-filled believer to be thankful in every possible way through any situation. I heard an interview years ago with um, Christian parents whose um, little boy was kidnapped and murdered. They described how they prayed and hoped, focused their thoughts, searched, how they focused everything on God during the excruciating weeks between the kidnap, uh, the kidnapping and finding His body. And they said that through it all, their perspective was, we knew wherever He was that Jesus was with him or he was with Jesus. Okay, how do you give thanks in something as utterly gut wrenching, appalling as the kidnap and murder of your child? It's in God's hands. We've taught him the gospel. The Lord's with him or he's with the Lord. That's giving thanks for all things. Number four how should thanks be given? well, I already said, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks in His name because it's because of Him that we have what we have. That's why we can give thanks in the name of our Lord Jesus, just like we pray in the name of our Lord Jesus. And number five, to whom should thanks be given? To God, even the Father. It is worship for us to give thanks it's right for us to give thanks. This is one of those things that fits, remember earlier in Ephesians, a pleasing aroma to God. As if He can, you know, when we walk our neighborhood, sometimes we'll, we'll go by someplace and somebody's grilling. And you walk along and you just say, Oh, I need a hamburger. Okay? It's, a, it's a pleasant aroma. Hebrews 13, 15 says, Through him, that is through Jesus, then, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God, that is the fruit of lips that give thanks to his name. What does spirit filled look like? Well, it's public and corporate. If, if you're spirit filled, you won't want to be away from the fellowship of the saints, you want to be with them as much as is practical. It loves to praise God in all sorts of ways. It, lo- it is thankful. And fourthly, it's humble. Look at Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21. And be subject to one another in the fear of Christ. Now very rarely am I critical of the New American Standard Bible, but be subject is an unfortunate translation. In English, that would mean, here's a command, do not get drunk with wine. Here's a command, be filled with the Spirit. And then down at the bottom, here's a different command, be subject to one another. But that's not what it is. It is a present participle in the same form as speaking, singing, making melody, and giving thanks. So, the new legacy standard is better by three letters. Being instead of be. Um, being subject to one another in the fear of Christ. In other words, submission to one another is a pattern of life for a spirit filled Christian. To be under the control of the Holy Spirit will make you submissive so as to make it such, such that you prefer to lift up other people rather than yourself. Now, there's another grammatical nuance, nuance here that you can't put directly into English. We, that's why God invented preachers. This word, being subject, requires a voluntary kind of submission. The Greek word is a word that that means to arrange oneself under. It's a prefix under and a verb to arrange. And it's in the, the form that means that you arrange yourself under other people. There is not one command anywhere regarding anything to do with the Christian life that tells you to make somebody else submit. Never. And we'll see that when we get to husbands, wives, children, parents, slaves, and, and masters. Biblical submission is always voluntary. Remember that thought because that's going to be the keynote for all six paragraphs. Husbands, wives, children, parents, children, slaves, masters. And notice the one who is the reason for us to have this servant attitude to be subject to one another in the fear of Christ my motivation for doing the work to put together the things that I that I pray will lift you up edify you teach you better to walk with Christ the motivation is well I love Jesus now, there's a few of you I love too. I'm working on some of the other. No, no. I love being part of the, uh, of the fellowship, but the motivation to serve is the desire to build up what Jesus wants to build up, which is His church. To, to make you mature and productive in the faith. This word, hopatasso, this arrange yourself under, it comes from a military context. The idea of soldiers arranging themselves under the superior officer. A soldier does not act as an individual. When you join the army, you sign away your right to determine your own choices and activities. You follow orders or you reap severe punishment because it is imperative that you do what's best for the army. You protect your fellow soldiers This verse is saying that we who are filled with the Holy Spirit must behave voluntarily that way toward one another in the body of Christ. We do voluntarily what a soldier is forced to do. We order our behavior to benefit the rest of the body of Christ. And let me remind you again, this is the keynote for the next six paragraphs. All the realms of application in the passages to come, Follow the same principle in different circumstances. Every relationship you have, whether you are in a position of relative um, responsibility or authority, or relative submission or following, is to be expressed by virtue of spirit-controlled submission to the needs of others around you. Spirit filling is not flashy. Uh, not flashy. It's to be the normal state of affairs for a Christian. Spirit filling is obedience. Sometimes it's hard work. It isn't usually euphoria. It's usually diligence. It's the walk by the Spirit. Pick up one foot and put it down in front of the other on your path to the place that you need to go. It isn't usually a dance of exuberance. It's awareness of His claim on your life, not necessarily a a matter of ecstasy. What does spirit field look like? Well, what do you get out of the sponge if you pick it up and squeeze it? Shows you what's in there. And we have this description of what the Spirit desires to do through us. And when He's in control of a person, you're going to see those same things continually coming out. Let's pray. Our Father, it's clear what You have called us to. Thank you for making us what we are in Christ. Teach us ever more vividly in the practical applications what it means that we are members of one another and therefore we belong to each other and therefore we we serve each other. Father, whether it's something as seemingly mundane as checking a box for church chores, something as glorious as the privilege to proclaim the gospel, whether it is singing out loud with full joy from the depths of our hearts of your glory, or if it's rolling up our arms, rolling up our sleeves and getting our arms around someone who is dying, someone who's suffering, someone who's hurting. Father, may it all be By your grace, by your strength, and for your glory, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program.